Hi. Hello. Hey. How you doing? Having so much fun with my besties. The best time ever. What? It's totally what? worth getting the flu. Welcome back to the Wine About Birth podcast. We are three birth professionals. And best friends. And we're here to talk about what it's really like to live in the world of birth. It's not all glitter and rainbows. Or as we like to say, it's a lot more shit than giggles. I'm Kim Haynes, and I still work at a busy birth center. I'm Meredith Rout. I'm a midwife, just like Kim Haynes, and I have a home birth practice. (laughs) Actually, this episode is how we're not just alike, but we'll dive into that later. And I'm Jessica McKee, and unlike the two of them, I am a doula, and I plan to stay one for in and out of hospital clients, but also I am a birth assistant for out of hospital clients. I'm a doula too, donut trained with you. (laughs) You are. (laughs) Yeah. When's the last time you... (laughs) You utilize that title for yourself, Kimmings. Every birth that Jessica doesn't come to. That's fair. Yeah. For everyone. The students are done again. So I actually have to do my job as a midwife now. And as a doula. For everybody out there who doesn't know about me and Kimberly Haynes' relationship, we started our relationship training to be doulas together. (laughs) Which Jess conveniently forgot. I didn't forget that. We we called ourselves doulas of the Shenandoah. And Penny Simpkin, we got to go do a uh, a workshop with her one-on-one. And she's just as freaking awesome as she looks in all of her videos, all of her books. She She really is. So awesome. And then Kim abandoned me. I couldn't take this shit anymore. I'm like, (laughs) wait, why would I do this when I can be in charge? She became a midwife. Your your Enneagrams manifested in one state and one couldn't handle it. And I I don't like being in charge of anything besides this podcast. And I so, love barking orders at people. I was like, I think I'm just going to stay a doula. I like it down here. It's fun. <laughs> Low commitment. Do you, do you like it I down value. there, Jess? I do. I like it. Do you it. like it down there like when you're loving in an elevator? I do. I do. <laughs> if anyone's not picked up yet, this is probably recorded on the same day as our last episode. We're doing a double header, baby. Wah, 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 wah. <laughs> so let's talk about how this um, this episode came to fruition. Yeah. At work this week, um, I was talking about the birth that we did together. And Emily turned around and said, what happens when you and Jessica fight? And I went, what? She goes, what does it look like when you and Jessica disagree? You know, when you fight. And I was like, ah, we don't do that. We don't. Well, that doesn't happen. She goes. <laughs> Uh-uh, everybody fights. And I said, no, 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 no. We have a rule. Our one and only rule is we're not allowed to judge each other. Yeah. So therefore, if you're not judging each other, you cannot possibly fight. And if we do judge each other or think that's weird about something, we stuff it down far, far, far. Or we just accept it about each other. Exactly. And we look at each other and say, I love you. You're perfect. <laughs> love <you> so much. <laughs> Everything matches. So we don't fight. <laughs> I broke that rule once. <laughs> Meredith did not get that uh, memo, and so she and I had a fight, a wicked, wicked fight once. Although, that's the beauty of our friendship is we move past it, and although, we're even closer now for it. In her defense, it was probably, I'm picking up that it was in a preceptor relationship situation. Yeah, it definitely wasn't a friendship fight. It oh, was a, no, no. Don't tell me what to do fight. Yeah, it's hard being, it was hard being your preceptor because I'm also like one of your best friends and like a sister and a mother and yeah, I'm you all, these all things. those roles. You're all these things to <laughs> you me. You like to play those cards whenever the best one fits the moment. I know. 
I'm a master manipulator. So then, Sorry, Jess. I'm not holding the mic very close because I'm lounging in the corner seat right now. And it's amazing. I know. She's making up for last week when we... Not were just la- last week. The last three weeks. We were lounging against the wall with all the pillows and she had to sit up. Stick me at the back of the Now she has the like bed. the throne. <laughs> so now I, I like to say this has been so glorious. If you can hear it, I don't know if you can because of our settings on our app. But... um there is like a tree grinder outside the window we're hoping you can't hear it but we are just lounging around drinking champagne it's in kimberly's living room the it's only amazing. negative is that there's a flu ridden child like within two feet of me and it's making me real nervous i don't think it's the flu though the flu doesn't make you throw up no 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 actually it's a misconception there is no stomach Sorry, flu. it's a it's a wrong use of the it's word. a stomach virus it's a stomach bug yeah everybody go freak out and nobody come to work next week because kim's kid has the virus <laughs> don't worry he's sitting closer to mary than kim so he's fine he has a little bit of a fever Why are you inching this way oh yeah go that way his fever's gonna kill the virus <laughs> he'll puke a few times everything's gonna be fine we love you buddy so let's talk about, let's answer Emily's question. Like, what happens when we disagree? I think we can come up with some uh, scenarios where that has happened. Because people do talk to us like we're married or something. Even people that we don't even talk to about our relationship, they'll like see it. They'll be like, so how long have you guys been friends? This how is long have you been together? the healthiest marriage I've ever seen in my <laughs> entire life. Well, the postpartum that we did together last week, she said, you guys are so cute. How long have you been together (laughs) and she we're not (laughs) and i was like we've been friends for like 15 years and then we were like talking about planning our yearly vacation which is always together so yeah whatever (laughs) yeah anyway it was glorious you guys like those healthy couples that have separate houses but are with each other all the time but you just have your separate spaces to go to which yes you never actually need them i think that does you have them that does make for a healthy relationship i think coexisting is a bad idea and then meredith came in so we're like we're like a threesome we're like the healthy trifecta yeah i do sometimes i like to think that if i were to compare ourselves to like what people call the holy trinity Oh, I think, wait. I think, oh, I have so many questions. Can I be, can I be Jesus? I really, no, no, no. Who's who? I really thought about this. I thought you're the dove. No, no, no. Kim, there's I, no dove in the Holy Trinity. My, what church my did you thought, grow up in? My, the dove. I thought that Kim was God the Father. Yeah, yes. totally. Yeah, yeah. I'm Jesus. Are you Jesus? <laughs> not I and wanna, you are the holy spirit no you Meredith. are definitely the holy spirit no no you're the holy spirit you're the holy sure. spirit why are, why are you jesus and why am i the holy spirit you're above and beyond the like most gentle compassionate person no it's that's not about not our personality you you are but the only problem with that is jesus wore sandals and you're barefoot all the time so true well, sandals are close rubber in between your foot and the ground <laughs> no I don't. Or whatever it was made up back then, camel. Rubber stupid. <laughs> camel toe what? <laughs> she definitely has the camel toe. That's what I have thought about, though. I really have thought about this analogy, and it just came out right now. Listen, we just lost, like, a good bit me? of our podcast listeners now i'm sorry it's so sacrilegious i'm glad we clarified that we believe we are the holy spirit no though. we do not <laughs> holy trinity we don't we actually do think that about ourselves no i just thought it would be fun to talk about it. i'm glad that me and kim agree on our roles in this relationship <laughs> yes kim just likes to mother everybody but this time she's the so anyway, i just want to be compared to god i accept so anyway um what i was gonna say though is that 
even though we get along so well and can like practically finish each other's sentences, we, and do we do disagree sometimes. And like, I think birth workers and, and that's what we talk about all the time is that all birth workers are different and they're going to have a different take from their experiences on different birth experiences. But I think what's great about this is like there's generally respect in those differences. Yeah. Or usually. There is occasionally conflict. You're talking about one time. Or no, I'm not. You cried like a hundred times. That doesn't mean I don't respect your opinion. Oh, I was thrown by that and you're <laughs> sobbing and your tears i didn't realize you were respecting me while you were crying sorry i missed that memo i will i will say that kim is usually right that's and because i'm god in the trinity high opinion could you repeat that you could you repeat that one more time what the part that i'm god in the holy trinity or the part that i'm <laughs> the usually that right she's usually right honestly Although, kim won't even accept usually right kim usually wants you to say i'm always right. except no. i do think that the times that we disagreed at births <laughs> i actually was right <laughs> yes actually, i want to yes. say that conflict exists. It's just going to all come out in this podcast. Yes, mm, let's that's true. What happens. <laughs> I want to talk about the times that Jessica was right and I was wrong. Ooh, that sounds fun. But but I want to say just in general that all birth workers from their different experiences handle sometimes the same situation differently and will disagree. And not even just their experiences. Also, we're all human. Where we're at at that day, what else is going on? How many other people we have in labor? Are we a preceptor or a student? Exactly. So many things. Yeah, for sure. So Kim, let's start by talking about what are the what are the experiences you're thinking about? Because I know you said you had one where Jess we is like tell me about all the times that I was right please. where we disagree or where we just disagreed. Um, hmm. I think it's the it's it's not so much that we disagree; it's our approach is different. Yeah, you're very hands off. I like, tend to be right. Mm-hmm. So, and I'm I'm more hands on. So there have been times where I will say. I would recommend that we check you mm-hmm. and see where we're starting from. That way I know how to help you. And, and Jess is in the background <laughs> going, eh. no, it's not even in the background. No, it's, it's a, not in the background. It's away from the client. But like Kim will see my face because we know each other like the back of each other's hands. And she'll be like, Jess disagrees with me. <laughs> right. I can see that Jess is disagreeing. <laughs> Jess, what do you think we should do? But no, there have been times where and this used to happen in the beginning. So when I was first licensed, when you were attending moms yeah. in labor with me, and this happened until I until I turned it around on you, which was glorious, I will say. <laughs> so when we first started working in the student midwife role, instead of doula doula, yeah. I would say, why don't I check you and see where we're starting from? And you would say, or... <laughs> or we could not do that and you could just lay here for a little while and we'll see where this goes and i'd be like i'll fucking kill you right now and then i've so, been awake for two days i'm not gonna lay here and watch her sleep when so, she can do it at home so i remember in that situation that kim had been at a lot of births and i had not it had been my only birth she was so Hence, fresh the importance so of contact fresh. so fresh it's and dewy like the morning glistening dew on the were you at the point, Kim, where you felt like you could go actually sleep? Or did you feel like you had to be present because it was like kind of like new and exciting? And No, I I knew that I was about to call someone else to come be my backup because yeah. I had not slept for so long. I just couldn't like my brain couldn't wrap around 
attending another mom in that moment. So I wanted to check this mom to know, like, do I need to call someone else in? Can I take a nap? What do I do? And then and you and then just cock blocked it like my five <laughs> children every time. Like me, me coming into the situation fresh as a newly diapered baby's bottom. <laughs> With with olive oil so that that yeah. night don't stay. So I was like, I was like, well, I know this mom. I've talked to her a lot, and labor's getting pretty intense. And I feel like if we check her right now, and she's not as far along as she thinks she wants to be, uh huh. She's this gonna- was all communicated with a glance. No, 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 no. We talked she about said- it in the other room. We didn't talk about it in front of the client, or she was in the shower or something, so she couldn't hear us. Yeah, because we don't do this in front of the client. We're like a married couple that does not air our dirty laundry. We in front do. Of our clients. No, in front of the clients, we are we are That's why one. As we you are guys raise children together, they yeah. have no idea. No, <laughs> nope. And but so, I, is this the? You're talking about the birth where I walked in and yelled at you. Like this whole experience started with me yelling at you, didn't it? I don't. Uh, yeah, Isn't that when I yelled? blocked that out? Her nine brain blocked that out. It's Maybe. the one time you I walked. I walked in and the mo- and I was so tired and I came from the hospital. Yeah, and like I said, I could not fathom going another 12 hours and I walk in and she's laughing and I said do not bring her to the center unless she is 100% active like she cannot hold that baby back any longer she is active and you were like no we're there we're here we're active and I walk in and they're laughing I hear them upstairs they're laughing oh this night is so glorious and magical and i'm like i fucking hate you right now (laughs) and your whole face just fell and your mouth hung open and you said i love you (laughs) and i just like i had to storm away and i just left i just left the room (laughs) i was so tired and i was so angry the number one thing you accept as a birth worker is all of your coping mechanisms decline as sleep deprivation kicks in exactly and i later apologized for my behavior so i knew that this mom though she was either at the point where she's a first-time mom and her labor is just really intense and she's not far along or things are really going but i was like if we check her and she's not as far along as she wants to be she's probably gonna freak out which is probably gonna make the whole thing last longer so i'm like i think we probably should not check her now i I don't don't remember what i said to you oh i think i just said fine i'm going to bed have fun yeah and i was like oh my god and i said that to her i said that to her yeah and her husband and her mom was you were super irritable i was so i do remember that now it's coming back oh my god (laughs) and then i said i'm so sorry she's lovely she's just tired (laughs) i swear she's not a bitch no i walked into the room and i remember and when i think back on it i'm so ashamed but I should have said I should have just said, no, you're you're right. She is the biggest dick in all the she's land. She's the biggest dick in all the land. <laughs> she goes, I just because her labor did did then kick in. Oh, it did. Like she did, did have her you baby were right. not long after you were I abso- was right. You were absolutely right. <laughs> just like, yes, I was right. But the mom, she said, I just didn't know. 
it was going to be like this. And, my, and I said, oh, really? Maybe if you had taken the childbirth education class that I recommended, this wouldn't be such a shock. <laughs> oh, I wish I had witnessed this, Kim, <laughs> once in my life. I've Poor never seen Kim lose her shit, but I wish no. I had seen it it's once. That, so when I had lost my shit, I'd be like, it happens to all No, of listen, us. I don't think I've done it. Be- I don't think I did it before, and I don't think I've done it since. Yeah, because once you do it once, you're like, ooh. But the look on Jessica's face was like, how do I... How do I fix this? If just if, if, if as anyone else, she would have just grabbed you by your face and pushed you back out of the room and closed the door. And I said, you guys have fun. I'm going to take a nap. And I left. And you did. And she had her baby not soon after or not long after. I so, felt, yes, I, I did. I felt, it was a beautiful I fell birth. asleep immediately. And then you came and woke me up. Yeah. Somebody woke me up. Katie did. Yeah. Cause Katie came in. I said, Katie did. That's a bug. Katie did. <laughs> Katie, Katie, Katie. And she came in and she was like, I'm so sorry, but I think we can see the baby's head. And I was like, oh, and then it all came back to me. And then you were like, is the baby out? That's all I wanted. All the horrible (laughs) things I had said. I was like, I told Jessica I hated her. I told her mom if she had taken a childbirth education class. I am such a dick. So you were right all the way. (laughs) But that was such a great way to be wrong. Like, I'm so happy I was wrong. I feel like we've talked about that in other episodes, like how great it is to be wrong as a I'm like, please prove me wrong. Good luck to you. Yeah. Well, you did kind of get mad at me at that other birth too when we were Which laughing. The, well, we talked about it on this podcast a couple times when we were like watching TV and laughing and you're like, oh, yes. Why <laughs> the F am I here right now? Like, I think it's going to be okay. She had her baby like two hours later. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> you are. You are always right in that regard. I just... If I don't sleep for two or three days, like I can no longer. I love how you feel like you have to justify this. When I, if I'm I such slept a... for two or three days, I'm rude. I'm like, uh, yeah, most people are comatose at that point. Can you well, imagine if our husbands didn't sleep for two or three oh days? Oh my gosh. No. <laughs> Chuck hasn't slept for a couple of days. Hi, Chuck. He doesn't seem too bad off. <laughs> he looks pretty good. He looks damn good. I wish I looked that good when I didn't sleep for three days. We have way too much photo evidence of how bad we look. Thank you. Oh, he's so nice. He's, he's so hot He's trying nice. to get... He's- I know, yes. but it's okay, boo. You make a good effort. Some guys don't even try. For all the people I couldn't hear, he said he's just trying to get in her pants later. So yeah, that happens a lot. <laughs> okay, so so there, I had a time that Jess was also right, and I wasn't as conflicted because God, I love this. Your episode. microphone is so far away. I feel there like you I'm go. also being super loud. No, you're oh, not. okay. I love this episode though. Let's. Continue. This is fun. Okay. Let's keep going. Jess is like, tell me more about when I was right. So Just we talked about this birth before when she was birth assisting with me and the mom. We we literally were there for about five seconds before Kim was like, or Jess was like, let's go get sushi. And I was like, mm-hmm. Jess. Jess, we've been here for five seconds. Like, can we please? Show it wasn't this mom actually five seconds. That we did a lot in those five seconds. <laughs> it was a very productive five seconds. Yeah. I was like, can we please just show this mom that we're here and we're committed to her and just let her know that we're here? And she's like, no, we need to go get sushi. And I was like, it's time. I mean, okay, I guess I get sushi out, so I'm not going to fight that hard. <laughs> in my defense, the sushi restaurant was. I don't know what's happening. The sushi restaurant was literally like one mile away. Yeah. 
No, it, and it was perfect. We came back and she was about to push her baby out. It was Worked. magical. And she had been freaking out before. And I was like, I just don't think it's going to help for us to sit here and like focus on her freaking out. We no. need to leave. Whereas for me, I'm like, oh, she's freaking out. She needs to know that we're here. But it's not what she needed at all. She needed us to go get sushi. She needed labor to start. Yeah. That's what she needed. Yeah. And she did. She had her baby like what? An- two it was at- like an hour and a half later. Yeah. It was barely enough time for Kim to get there. And I made it. I, I don't know how. I don't know how. You were so, there for a while. You were there for like half an hour. I showed up when she was pushing. Yeah. Oh, yeah. The baby was the baby's really head about was to I essentially out. pulled the car into the driveway after a 10-hour drive. But, okay, but you act like that's a bad thing. But literally, we went and got sushi. Like, it wasn't even like we were super there either. I so, ate the hell out of that spicy tuna. It was delicious. <laughs> we were like literally, well, we didn't fight over it because we don't fight over anything. No, now I want fight. sushi. So I think the moral of this little um, is just as always right. She she has a gift, which is why yeah. we love her so in she's birth. The best doula. She's very she, intuitive. Yes, she's and very she trusts intuitive. Birth. Jess, you trust birth so much. So much. So I'm not much. always right though. But she also knows when not to trust what's happened. Like she knows when something's not right, yeah. also. There yeah. are times where I'll be like texting because that's part of what I do for my clients. And I'll, I'll be like texting Kim and I'll be like, part of me is saying yeah. we're yeah. really close. And the other part of me is saying, maybe we're not. And I'm like, God oh, dang it. I don't know what to do. But then you, yeah. And Usually so, they're moving very quickly. But at that point, do you do a phone call? Because I feel like once you do the phone call, yeah, you kind of get a better idea yeah. versus texting. There are definite times where I'm like, yeah, there's, I'm definitely confused right now. Cause I, and, and we've talked about it before where it's like birth is still a mystery. And then there's people that you're like, you're about to push out your baby and it's not happening. Yeah. And no. then there's people where you're like, we have hours and hours to go. And yep. it's like, and you're pushing out your baby. Yeah. yeah. We always tell people if we could tell you what was going to happen in your labor, we'd God, be bajillionaires. We'd be millionaires. But if and you don't think ma- we wouldn't exploit that, we would. We would. I mean, I, oh, hell yeah. If you just like what you're listening to right now will exploit it to become millionaires oh, yeah. so mm-hmm. <laughs> share this podcast <laughs> we'll invite you to come into our sauna and our our hot tubs and you can hang out with us but yeah we will be millionaires it would be want. amazing if it happens if it's in the cards it'll we're gonna so, exploit that so none of those stories were actually arguments i did no. yell at you uh, i, I mean, did yell was, at you but conflict it was it was so um I think Kim wants to tell the story about the time there was an argument. Let's talk a little bit more about because, well, we talked about this in our preceptor relationship thing, but that was an episode that could have been like probably five episodes. Oh, for sure. Especially from all the stories that people write in. We're probably going to do an episode about Enneagrams and our numbers. Can I skip that one? Kim doesn't want to attend that one. But Meredith's Enneagram tends to be a little bit more sensitive than me and Kim's Enneagram. I don't yeah. think I have sensitivity in mine at all. I'm like you a rock. Just is not at all. I'm not very sensitive. Kim is too busy conquering the world to feel sensitive. Da 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 da. Meredith, well, I'm worried that I'm disappointing everybody and I'm never enough. Meredith is that, sensitive about everything. That must be so hard to live that way. How how do you get through your day like well, that? Well, the thing about it is, is I'm the only one responsible for making myself feel that way. <laughs> but we love and That's respect true. that about her yeah. as well. If it wasn't, where would we be without Meredith? Meredith is the feelings to our dead souls. Yeah, She's but the I'm Holy also Spirit slowly dying Trinity. on the inside. 
She's the Holy Spirit to our Trinity. Where would we be? She taught me so much because of Meredith. I want to clarify. I didn't teach her about birth work. I taught her how to have feelings. Yes. She taught me how to be a human, like how to be a better human being. And uh, I don't think that's true. I think the way you are is perfect. I just think when you are in situations where you have to deal with sensitive people like me, now you just... I call other people. I call other people. I am not kidding you. We had a mom that freaked out and I knew it was coming. So I was prepared. I was talking to her and she freaked out like just no holds bar. She's yelling. She's screaming. I couldn't like I had to step back and I took my phone and I was like, dear Natasha, I will pay you half of my birth fee if you will come hug this person. Because that's a huge trigger for Kim. (laughs) Kim doesn't do that well. Kim doesn't even touch us. No, I don't like to touch. But in labor, I will. Yeah. I mean, I will get up on there. I will rub. I will hug. It can't be like in an, it has to be a professional context. It can't be like in an emotional needy context. Or my kids. Or my kids. Whatever. I hugged you the other day when you were. She did. It was a little awkward though. So I also, Jess and I make hilarious faces whenever Kim hugs us. I had a super, I had a super, super hard emotional weekend, which is not like normal for me. And so it was the first time I'd seen her and it was at the birth and I had not slept at all and she goes so how are you feeling do you need a hug and, and I was like said, no um, uh-uh. no I don't think so and she goes well you hesitated so I think you do so bring it in so bring it in as come Chuck, on has, Chuck has been known to say we, even your touch isn't is sarcastic, sarcastic. <laughs> so we kind of like patted each other on the back and we're like Okay. That my feels- mom just like brushed her hand over Jess's face. That but I didn't lid. use a broomstick and I didn't use a paper towel. So I was really trying. <laughs> it's not fair. I'm so, I so hate touch that when I finally, I'm like, Meredith, I feel like snuggling. Come here. You're like, ew, get away from me. I'm like, damn it. It weirds me out so much. <laughs> I can't win. Even when I am trying to be touchy feely, they're like, ew. One of my first births Kim was when she had her own center and and we were staying overnight and Jess and I were snug. It was freezing. Oh, it was, it was the it was three free- of us. <laughs> yeah, it was freezing because your center, I don't think it had like, I don't know what the heating system was, but it was not working super well. It like, wasn't I great. I feel like she would be okay with us saying her name. Like, shout out, Nicole. We yeah. love you. Yeah. Oh my God. So you like, were we're in the other room rock sleeping star. and Jess and I are snuggled up on this like queen, like a good size bed. It's a good size bed. It, we're was, like, yeah. it was a queen. No, it was a full it was size a full, bed. You can fit three but of us could've. in a full bed easily. Like we wouldn't even have been touching you because me we and were meredith spooning. were like pet practically on top of each other yeah. and we're like you can it come. was really cold and who doesn't want snuggles we're like you can come uh, up here girl. in the bed under the comforter and she <laughs> or made, on top of it if you want she, you don't have to be under she the comforter. made a little pallet on the floor no she rolled herself in a rug okay <laughs> it was a rug <laughs> she rolled herself in a rug and i put on my the floor i put floor. myself in front of the little space and heater. She was, it was because of the space heater but it was because she didn't want to be near justin like it's okay i'm fine down here and we're like all right i would rather sleep on this hardwood floor wrapped in a fucking carpet and snuggle with you guys the thought of snuggling i'm uh, no you were like a you were like a dead inside midwife burrito yes you weren't even thought at all you were frozen and my sarcasm was the sauce just slathered all over me 
And I fell asleep right there on the floor. No, no pillow. Yeah, I'm no pretty nothing. sure that Jess and I laid in bed, like whispering and talking. And Kim was. It was like a. It was like a. It was like a sleepover. They had that game where they were like phone a friend or whatever, like truth or dare. And I'm like, shut the fuck up! I'm sleeping. We did that recently, actually, when we went to a break with together. Some sarcasm we- sauce. <laughs> on a chipotle burrito with sarcasm <laughs> i'm good at sarcasm what can we i say to take a break <laughs> all right um all right going to when a break. we come back we'll talk about we're gonna talk more about, about kim kim and i got in a fight because that's what kim really wants kim to and mary yes. his preceptor relationship and the fights that they had and the beautiful outcome they had that their relationship can still be this oh. lovely blossomed like a beautiful <laughs> lily oh, i'm dying cue the music Oh, yeah. Okay, so today's sponsor for our episode is Grassroots Young Farm. They specialize in gourmet and medicinal mushrooms. They also have pasture-raised eggs and chicken. They raise their animals in a way that respects the animals and the land. You can find their food at the Winchester Freight Station Farmer's Market on Tuesdays year-round. Also, the Leesburg Farmer's Market on Saturdays year-round, Shepherdstown, West Virginia Farmer's Market on Sundays year-round, and during the summer season at the Clark County Farmer's Market in Berryville, Virginia on Saturdays. They also have several other brick-and-mortar markets and restaurants in our local area. If you want more info about them, which you should because they're awesome, you can Medicinal mushrooms are thebomb.com, and you can check out their mushrooms at uh, roosterdirtfarm.com. I repeat, that is roosterdirtfarm.com. Um, they are also on Facebook and Instagram. They're located in Cross Junction, Virginia, and they have plans to move the farm to Cape and Bridge, West Virginia. And I can say for myself that Jess and Logan, the owners of this farm are really really awesome we love them we're very excited to go hunting for mild mild wild mushrooms mild and wild wild mushrooms with them in april because we're going to go hunting for morel mushrooms which i know not very many people share the morel spot but they are going to share it with us and we're going to hunt mushrooms and we're going to fry them and we're going to drink beer and it's going to be magical so check out their farm check out their mushrooms buy their stuff at the farmers markets they're awesome you should love them too and back to our episode welcome back from the break um that was so funny we have (laughs) successfully calmed ourselves I wiped the sarcasm Gum sauce off, tits. off my face. No, you licked it off. Was that like sarcasm bukkake? All Ew, over. Can we not? Sarcasm. I, I, thought, we, I thought we never were going to talk about that. I Carly that calls was... it. Carly calls it sarcasm. Sarcasm. So, oh. Yep. Sarcasm. I love a good one. And because she's perfect, I bukkake. just go with it. I'm like sarcasm no, bukkake. Leave the bukkake out. Bukkake. <laughs> did I ever tell you how I learned about what bukkake was? Did I okay, tell you fine. That story? If we're gonna open you this did. bag, I want to have a birth bukkake episode. You did, but you haven't um, told our podcast listeners okay, how listen. you learned about bukkake. When I was pregnant with Evie, I was playing. I, I, my whole family was there. My mom, all of my brothers, all of our friends, and we were playing uh, Boulder Dash. 
So I like that game. It's a game. It's so much fun. Balderdash or Boulder? I think Balderdash, Boulder, whatever. So we're all sitting around the table, and and I I, guess well, I didn't know that. So we're all reading our definitions that we wrote, and I read out loud something something bukkake, and I was like, "What?" And everyone started laughing, and I said what the fuck is that? And my brothers, all three of them were there and they were like, nope, I'm not telling her what it is. Not explaining this. Nobody. They're all dying. They're crying. And and I'm like, what the hell is Bukaki? Bukakai? Bukiki? (laughs) Bukiki? What is this? They're losing it. And so they're like, you're going to have to Google that shit because none of us is willing. I was hoping that you were going to say that your mom explained it to you. No, my poor sweet mom has no. Your mom didn't know who My mom doesn't know what that is. I know, but how much of a plot twist would that have been? Her mom stayed in a sex hotel with a vibrating bed and still didn't understand why it was paid by the hour. right? With her son. With her son. Oh, mom. Heads up, it was in another country. It was in it was another very country. unexpected. They were traveling South America with They're backpacks. Like, why is the bed vibrating? <laughs> this is so strange. So I was like, okay, well, if you guys, I'm going to Google Boo Kiki right now. <laughs> and that was unfortunate. And now shit keeps popping up on her phone that she can't get rid of. Oh, my God. <laughs> Facebook, we hate you. First of all, don't. <laughs> Why do you have to know everything I want to know? Yeah, about? no, it was awful. And that was eight, nine years, almost nine years ago. That was, that was, so there's a lot of rain gear involved. If you Google that. We've thought about doing <laughs> a, a YouTube video slash podcast called birth Bukaki. Let us know if you encourage that <laughs> or if you think it's very unwarranted. It would, it would involve a lot of birth fluids. Anyway, moving on. All over. Where do we leave off? So we were supposed we're to talk about, to about the times that you story. and Meredith disagreed. Well, I don't, it's not, I don't think it's so much that we disagreed as that we, I think that the any. The dynamic made it complicated. The dynamic made it complicated. And I feel like all new midwives, myself included, as we're learning before we're licensed, before we're the ones like in charge, we try to be more hands off. And sometimes we don't realize like how aggressive birth can actually get, how aggressive you have to actually be. So I feel like the times that we disagreed were just in moments where you as a primary student were still trying to hold on to the like, I will always be hands off mm-hmm. no matter what. And I have to say now that I'm on my own, I am more hands off, but... I can't imagine getting trained without knowing what you have to do when you are hands on that I learned from you. That, so it was, I to can't help the situation. Right. Right. Yeah. We're still very like, um, we're a very good complimentary team. Complimentary. All midwives are different and they have their own different strengths and things they do. Yes. Juliana says midwifery is an art. So we're yes. all different artists. It really is. So, um, there have been a lot of times where I would say, and I try to say like, <laughs> what you're doing isn't wrong, but if it were me, here's how I would it do it. It wasn't always that sensitive. Well, it is now. <laughs> I have to say, I watch her with her students now and I'm like, oh, she's learned a lot since but me. So I don't want to make anyone else cry. So I wasn't. No one is as sensitive as I am. I wasn't at most of these births that a lot of these things happened at. And Kim would come to me later and she'd be like, oh my God. Meredith freaked out at me. She yelled at me. And she cried. She cried. You have no idea. I only can think of that one time. And I would be like, I would be like, 
I would be like, it's probably not that bad. And then we were at one birth together where Kim and was like, it was that. So Kim bad. eventually got to talking, the. Are we talking about the birth? No, but Kim eventually got to the point where she was like, I'm just gonna say nothing and do nothing, and my face might do something, but I'm gonna literally say or touch nothing. And then Meredith still got upset with her about something and like yelled at her. And then, I didn't even say anything. And then like, and she, I went it's down probably because I saw your face. I went downstairs. <laughs> I went downstairs and Kim was like, I told you, I told you it was that bad. And I was like, wow, it's awful. (laughs) There have been times where I would need to go like get into the room to get the chart because we used to use paper charts. She would like like, tiptoe in. No, 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 no. Not even that. If she no, 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 Sorry. No, no, no. Sorry. So I met, er, married an axe murderer. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking love Mike Myers. All anyway. poster's gone. Well, I know. I just said I have to fix them. But no, I, I would go and say I, I'm going to catch up on the charting since Meredith is doing all of the physical work. So I would go to the door of the birthing mom and I would knock. And it was like a secret club. She would crack the door open and say, what do you want? I would say the best part of all this is I don't remember any of this. And I'd be like, I just need the chart. And she'd like slam the door in my face. And then the door would slowly open and she would pass the chart through like a one inch (laughs) crevice. And then shut the door in my face again. And Katie and I were just die. We would lose it. I'm like, I'm going to let her just do that. So let's talk about the birth story you're thinking about where you disagreed. Let's talk about it. That just get into it. Let's dive into let's it. Dive into okay. It like this is mud. this was the worst situation I think I've ever been in. I think it's the worst situation I've ever. It's the most unprofessional I've ever been in my entire life. It was the culmination <laughs> of Meredith's unprofessionalism <laughs> and Kim's inability to keep her mouth shut, and it just turned into a glorious geyser of gooey awfulness. It was like a bukkakiness. It was of- a bukkaki of emotion. Yeah, it was gnarly. No, I was the one. With the emotion i don't know sounds I did like the worst kind the of bukkake of all <laughs> so let's just no. share this story so emily what does it look like when when meredith and kim fight here's it's what it looks so like so nasty we had a beautiful laboring mom beautiful Lovely. it was fantastic it was awesome i did nothing i said nothing meredith did all of it i probably even took a nap i don't i don't remember i, don't think, I think it was like fast enough that you didn't need to oh no it was very fast mm-hmm. So let's fast forward to the crowning moment. <laughs> the actual crowning moment. The actual crowning moment. The crowning moment of the story and of the birth. And, and Meredith is just calmly, quietly whispering to the mom. And she's, the baby is crowning and it's beautiful. And then it starts turtling a little bit. No, no, there wasn't any turtling yet. No, no, no. This beautiful moment went on for a very long time. It was a long crowning it was moment. A lo- it was way longer than usual crowning moment. And Meredith is just beautifully like, beautiful. I mean, in my defense, the baby wasn't that bad yet. No, the baby was fine. Yeah, it was fine. The baby was fine. It's not about the baby. It's about my impatience versus your inability to take direction. <laughs> so Katie and I are standing I you guys. far, far away from Meredith and the beautiful birthing mom and we're staring at each other and Katie Katie like is looking at me we're making eyes we're, we're our eyes are bulging and also I want to say I think the mom was fine I don't remember the mom feeling out of control or panicked but also maybe I missed that from her I don't remember 
I don't. I mean, I can't. <laughs> Everything really say. after the next five seconds was a blur. Also, <laughs> I just want to put in as like a note on the side that this wasn't a dangerous situation. No, it not was at all. Like the baby's fine, the mom's fine, but it was like a difference of opinion and how things should happen because it's taking longer than usual. It just was taking forever, and yeah. Meredith, in her beautiful, gentle way, <laughs> She's being so kind, was right just now. allowing la, 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 la. it to was allowing it to take as long. As you know, the baby wanted to take, which and is it, one of the beautiful things about Meredith as right, a midwife. Exactly, and so in my mind, I was thinking, just flip her over, just flip her over. Oh, you were just thinking it in your mind. No, no, I was for a very long time. I was, and <laughs> seems that's, like a long time. It's probably actually like a minute and a half. But this is one of the last births we had done together as Meredith with Meredith as a student. So I have learned my lesson, and I learned to never speak. <laughs> Or make don't speak. Don't speak. I know what, I know you're, what thinking. you're thinking. Don't so speak. Please stop explaining. Don't don't make a don't make a facial expression. <laughs> I have learned to be a statue of no emotion. And so that's what I was doing. I was standing there as still and quiet as possible, dying on the inside, thinking flip this mom over and the baby will just fall out. But I didn't say it because I wanted Meredith to do it her way. So finally Katie looks at me and we're just looking at each other and she goes, just flip her over. And I was like, I know she goes, don't say anything. Meredith will freak out. I'm like, I'm not going to say anything. You say something. I'm not going to say anything. So we stood there for so long. It was minutes went by with Meredith beautifully just massaging the perineum with oil. And I think, I don't know what happened, but my, I just snapped something. (laughs) I couldn't do it anymore. And I just, it was horrible. I just said, no, 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 no. You said, I bet if you you said flip her over and her baby will fall out. I don't know. Is what you said. But it came out really excited. (laughs) Just flip her over and the baby will come out or something. I don't know. It just exploded for me and I couldn't control it any longer. <laughs> like bukkake. It was like a birth bukkake <laughs> all over the place. And then in my, it, in, in, I felt I was immediately upset. But then Katie also said, I can't believe you just said that. And I was like, justified. Yes. So it was. <laughs> and then I lost my shit. That was my fault. I could not <laughs> hold it in any longer. I blurted no. it out. Okay. Let me clarify. We both were in the wrong in this situation. We both. I mean, you have a right to your opinion and you have a safe. You but have I every right to share. I should have kept it you, to myself. No, you could have like whispered it in my ear. And I would like to say that that would have been fine for me to also it, know I'm not approachable. You're not approachable. You are not approachable. So I can understand why eh, you wouldn't. Eh, eh, I can understand Terrence, why you wouldn't have take felt note, comfortable. You can use this. <laughs> she is not approachable. The way I did it could not have been more wrong. <laughs> I might as well have just said, you're a horrible midwife and you suck. Yes, but that's also my personality type. That's how I hear things. That's so, not what Kim was saying. I guess I said whatever I said. And Katie said, I can't believe you just did that. And that was it. Meredith lost it. The baby's head then, she did flip her over. She I did. did. Fl- she flipped her over. Because ultimately, I respect Kim's opinion. And she usually is right. So she was right. It so was she more just flipped, like how it happened. She flipped her over. The head came out. But as the head was out... The head was out. And instead of us enjoying the moment of the head being out, we were just yelling at each other. It was horrible. We ruined this entire I, I, yeah, birth. I think it happened. I think I saw red or something at that point. Cause like, I don't remember. I just remember telling you, shut up. I don't remember like what you even said. after. It was that. awful. As soon as it came out, I realized 
you have you have failed as a preceptor as a human as a person like you had just made a huge mistake and I was like oh my god I'm so sorry but Meredith was like no she was like she saw red I was not consoled she just started yelling at me and there was nothing I could do so I tried to make it funny I was like ah oops I shouldn't have said that and Meredith's like fuck you she didn't yell that but (laughs) I did not say she might as well have what else I said was not as much better it was horrible so finally Katie stepped up and said both of you shut up (laughs) and we did (laughs) and then the baby came out and it was great and the irony is that I have to live catty corner to this poor mom now. This poor mom whose birth we ruined. But does she think that you ruined her birth? Um, uh, she I, has never. There's no way you didn't pick up on she that. She has never brought it up. It was the most that that was so horrible. And so I was so angry with Meredith. I've it's never the, ever seen Kim only, angry so before. It I don't get angry really very scary. often. But as a rule, if I can't speak to you walk away because yeah. if i'm that- and i don't i don't do that rule i'm like no nope. talk about what happened and we're yes through let's it. talk about all because i things. had i had calmed down at that point because i like explode in the moment and then i rationalize and i somewhat. wasn't allowed to explode <laughs> like because, a penis like a penis <laughs> because once i had said what i had to say i realized my mistake and i stopped talking and i was just trying to like placate you or placate or placate placate whatever the placking i tried to plaque you if i could have put you in plaster and held you still i would have so i was so angry that i stopped talking and we got through the immediate postpartum and everything was great yeah and i went i feel like i feel like we tried to fake it well. We try, and we you came downstairs, and you were like in, my, in the back of my head, and I was like, I swear to God, if you don't fucking walk away right now, I was making eye contact with you. I was so angry. I'm like, listen, you walk away right now, and do not speak to me again until I tell you I'm ready to talk, <laughs> or the things that are gonna come out of my mouth, you will never forget ever again in your life. And, and I you did. Like, I walked and you away, did, which I never yeah. do. But you went I upstairs and slammed shit around for a solid 15 minutes and katie was like should i go upstairs and tell her to be quiet i'm like that's fine so that happened i and don't remember any of and that. there was another time that we also <clears throat> argued because you felt i wasn't validating i mean i feel feelings. like that happened a lot i don't like that's the one i was there that, for that was above and beyond the most explosive one i think yeah that was terrible anyway so emily that's what happens when meredith and yeah. kim fight because meredith has so many feelings and kim doesn't have but any. i have to say so much of my problem wasn't about your opinion as a midwife like i very much respect your opinion as a midwife it's me and my like issues as a two having come from a preceptorship where I didn't feel like I was able to really show what my values were. Which is why right now you have your own practice and you're doing your own birth so that you can grow your own. But I was saying before the episode, like now I don't feel like I have the same baggage that I carry where I feel like I'm way more open to like working with you and working with other people because like I don't feel like I have to prove myself like yeah sure I was improving as a midwife but like now I feel like I can collaborate you're not I'm not trying to like a student anymore I'm I'm a midwife yeah and so I don't feel like we've had similar no my entire life was complete the day that you came in as a nurse (laughs) to premier birth center while i was the midwife you were the nurse in my defense you literally left you were like just i need you to be in charge because i want to step away from the students so they can be in charge so like i need you to be in the room and not me no i sat on the bed no, you literally left the room. I did for leave a long the room, time. but then when the mom started pushing, yeah, I sat true. on the bed. And what I, what I watched from the bed was Meredith take over as a 
as a midwife and start telling the student I, I have what to she say, should do. I have to say, <laughs> I, it was glorious. <laughs> and I was like, I have oh. so much more respect for Kim and how hard it is to step back. It's now hard. Now that i in that position. And it's something like I hope that I'm aware of because poor Nikki she was amazing poor though. nikki she doesn't right. need it she's amazing and i Jess. like find myself being like this is the right thing to do and i'm like wait stop no you're so, great do whatever you want yep. i don't need to say anything exactly. so i think we should reel it in but i think you've gotten a really good idea of what happens <laughs> when we disagree yeah for sure and just don't because it's so, in their contract mary and kim do but thankfully we're friends but not anymore now it. that they're not in that uneven power relationship they we've get never a lot, had a they, friend argument yeah no. like no. outside of midwifery we've we've literally never disagreed or had a friend argument because i've been friends with the, jess for 15 years yeah i've been friends with you for since brock we were pregnant with brock yeah so for six and sometimes years you do things that were like look there's kim doing that thing again and i know i do things where it's like look Jess, she's being oh, crazy look, there's a mayor she's like an emotional nutbag still, exactly meredith's crying change. again but we accept those things we just accept and love each other so and and we just want to close out because the bus just dropped off Kim's kids and they're going to be walking into the house at any oh moment. Oh my god, I missed it. I just it. want to be like walk out and like say that all birth professionals are different. We are all in a different like path of our learning and so but interview people like, that are trying means that it's a richer culture that you're coming yes, from though. Yes. There's more perceptions to bring and to the table. Different people are going to have different strengths. So Ask them questions if it's, and see if you think they're going to align with what they want from your birth. Um, but it's also important to be able to be hands-off and it's important to be able to be hands-on. There's a little bit of both. Learn and Way learn to bring from that the around, people. Jess. Yes. And learn from the people that are your opposites. The, yeah. Your opposites will teach you so much. So much. And Meredith. let your barriers down because when you do, you're going to learn so and much if we, more. And if we take our ego out of it and allow ourselves to learn, it'll be great. So everything else we have to say is cheers. cheers. Oh my god, you guys, I can't believe you did that. You're wow, horrible. That was crazy. You're crazy. You're horrible and crazy.